There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, I'm the founder, and my mission is to help ethical entrepreneurs and holistic healers to find their voice through spiritual coaching and podcasting. I'm honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through healing, kindness, innovation, purpose, and spirit. Understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us. June Edward has been psychic since she was a child. However, she didn't realise she was also a medium until later in life. Some of her gifts have been passed on since her mother was also a medium. She also passed to the other side herself when she was 27 years old and came back to this side by choice. She can offer first-hand experience that life after life does exist. She has a 100% success rate in bringing through souls from the other side to give closure and help loved ones heal on both sides. Her sold-out group readings can help give insight as to what's going on in your life and help to see what the universe has in store. She's also an author of several books along with the Relationship Mastery Program that helps people understand how energy works get in touch with their soul, and change by seeing life from a higher perspective. Welcome, June, to The Ethical Evolution. Thank you for having me. Now, June, for those people who don't know who you are and what you do, can you go ahead and tell us? Sure. Uh, My name is June Edward, and I am an author, a teacher. I am a relationship expert and a psychic medium. Hmm. I love chatting to psychic mediums, and if you've listened to any other episodes on this podcast, there have been many. Um, Now, am I detecting a Boston accent? Very close. Very close. I was (laughs) born probably uh, a half hour outside of Boston. Oh, Jesus. Nearly nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, you uh, do a lot of work with relationships. Let's start there. Like, what kind of uh, things are people coming to you with in their relationships? So when I first started out doing mediumship work, everybody would come to me wanting information on their relationships. So about four or five years ago, I developed the Relationship Mastery Program, and that's a seven-week program, and it teaches people how energy works and how to connect with their soul and how the universe works. And when you understand how these things work, you can use it to your advantage, Um People have heard of the law of attraction. A lot of people have tried it, and they find that it does. they can't maintain it mm. because they don't know how to balance their energy. And that's the big thing. I teach them how to balance their energy as well because everything in the universe has to stay in balance. So if you raise your vibration and you start attracting, because we're always we're magnets, we're always attracting or repelling, and you don't know how to balance your energy, you crash. Very mm. simple. So when you balance your energy, the highs aren't so high, the lows aren't so low, but the 
high vibration stays, the law of attraction continues, your life becomes amazing, and you can actually bring in anything or anyone that you want. Mm. So what so, role, what role then does karma play in that? So we plan the life that we have here. If anyone had seen the movie Avatar, most people have. I was thrilled when that came out because that's really what's going on here. We're, I don't want, want to say it's a simulation, but it, you're playing a role in a movie, basically. Mm. And you've come here for a lot of different reasons. You've come here to learn, to teach, to have a little mini vacation because <laughs> you're on the other side for 350 to 400 years before you reincarnate. And you can't do things when you have, don't have a body. You can't smell. You can't taste. You can't have sex. So it's a nice little mini vacation. And it's a quick little jaunt when you think about it. We're here for, you know, under 100 years for the most part. And people forget that we're also here to enjoy. But we come here to also collect debts of karma from previous lifetimes or pay a debt of karma from previous lifetime. And by paying or collecting that debt, understand it's part of the lesson. There's five major lessons that our soul has to learn to advance. And the karma is all related around that. And we learn on the other side, but we learn much faster on this side. And we learn even faster still within relationships. And that doesn't mean it has to be a sexual relationship. We're in relationship with lots of people. It could be a parent, a child, even a pet can teach you one of your lessons. Mm, Incredible. And, yeah, I mean, in terms of karmic debt, like, and I guess when we look at um, intimate relationships, uh, if you haven't learnt your lessons, do you keep coming back to try and clear that karmic debt? Is that how it works? Well, you'll clear it in the lifetime that you're in. Yeah. Whether you learn your lesson or not, they've cleared their debt trying to teach you. Right. You can delay your lessons from lifetime to lifetime if you're too stubborn. And it is possible to learn all of those lessons in one lifetime, and that's why I created the program. Um, I end up, I, I geared it towards people that were having relationship issues like divorce or separation because I felt those were the people that were, more motivated to invest in themselves and do the work to make the change. Hmm. And I put hundreds of people through this program. I work with one person in a relationship because it takes one person to make or break. When one person changes, the other person changes. Hmm. For every action, there's an equal or greater reaction. And when you do things differently, the other person has no choice to do things differently, right? Mm. And when you understand how the universe works and why things are happening, you can look at everything, including your relationship, from a much higher perspective and not get bogged down in the drama. Mm. And it makes such a major impact on the other person in the relationship. They start asking, why are you so different? Why are things changing so much? Because your energy is, is elevating. So what happens in a relationship, anyone that you're attracting in your relationship is on the same energetic frequency as you. Mm -hmm. It's just like a radio station. You can't get the channel in without being on the right frequency. So the people that you're pulling into your life are on that frequency. And then what happens in a relationship is that energy starts to build up. Instead of attracting, the magnet flips and you start repelling each other. Mm. If you can get some space and time between the two of you, the energy can settle down. You can get back together. But if you don't understand how to balance your energy, this will continually happen. And it only takes one person in a relationship to balance the energy. Because you're on the same energetic thread, the other person's energy will automatically balance. 
And then the progression of the program is after that person has learned the program, their energy has balanced, they've elevated their energy and balanced it out, they end up teaching the other partner in the relationship. I have people now that teach their children what I taught them so that they don't have to go through the trials and tribulations growing up. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Now, uh, you know, we speak about energy a lot on this show as well, um, right through to things like quantum physics and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. Um, which which I guess also um, dabbles in this area as well. But um, if someone is in a relationship and they're like, I just, I don't know, I can't get it together, I I keep um, making the same mistakes again. I keep attracting the same kind of people. How can they break the cycle? You have to raise your vibration. Very simple. And start attracting something different into your life. And so you how do you help them do that? It, it's, a, it's a process. That's mm. why it takes seven weeks to do it. It actually <laughs> takes six weeks to do it. But my program is fully comprehensive and I cover everything from blended families to retirement to death. So it's a seven-week program. Right. It covers absolutely everything. Um, and absolutely it can be done in that amount of time. I do have some people that are very stubborn and, you know, you can read a book and not absorb anything from Mm. it, or I could teach you something and you not listen. So I've had some people have had to do the program two and three times before their energy actually shifts and balances. But everyone that has completed the program, their life has turned around 180 degrees. Wow. And I guess, you know, the relationship with yourself, I guess, is a big part of this too, to be able to, Uh, raise your vibration am I right well that's one of the first lessons there's five soul lessons that I've identified with the hundreds of people that have gone through the program they're all working on one or more of the same five lessons and that's why I wrote my latest best-selling book all's fair and love and karma and it's five steps to relationship mastery so the first lesson that everyone has to learn is self-worth and it's not value value is what everyone else places on you Self-worth is understanding that you are the accumulation of all of that because you are the only one of you in this entire world. How amazing is that, that the universe thought you were that important that they only put one of you here, okay? And it's not narcissistic and it's not selfish to put yourself first. It's where everything else comes from. If you can't take care of yourself, you're just not going to be here to be taking care of anybody else, are you? Mm. And no one can make you do anything. I can't make you. No one can make you happy. Only you can do that. It's an inside job. And when you're happy, you're on a higher vibration. Mm. And your happiness just ping-pongs back and forth and attracts other people that are also happy. Remember old misery loves company? Well, happiness does too. <laughs> mm. And, yeah, I've I've talked about this a lot on the show as well, you know, the you see those people who they walk into a room and the whole energy changes. It's it's like that, isn't it? Like if someone exactly. is vibrating at that energy, you you notice and you start to align with them and you you start to sort of gravitate towards them. If you them. allow it. If yeah. you allow it. Yeah. You know, if, if I walk into a room like that, I walk away. <laughs> I have no desire to stay in a room of low vibrational people. Yeah. I, I No desire at all. Yeah. Um, Sometimes don't we don't people, have a choice. You know, and when and when you, well, when you balance your energy, it's the same thing. You don't let people bring you down. The highs aren't so high, the lows aren't so low, but everything is amazing at that point when you've balanced your energy out. Mm. And you know, for a lot of us, uh there's been conditioning through growing up um and other relationships we've had in our parents and you know, uh past lives and all those kind of things that keep us stuck in that lower vibration where um, 
you know, we almost have a guilt or a, you know, like, oh, I can't feel that way, you know, I, you know, there's a lot of that going on, isn't there? There's generational kind of stuff that comes with us. Well, it's all part of the journey. Mm. You know, you chose, you planned this life before you came here. You chose your parents. You chose the lessons that you needed to work on. You chose it all. So, you know, we really have no one to blame but ourselves. <laughs> we really don't. <laughs> Um, but it is mind blowing. I, I love I love what you said there about uh, you know there's only one of you, and isn't it amazing that you know there's only one of you on the entire planet? And most people would not even take a moment to take that second of gratitude to go wow, or, or just take the wonder in it and go wow, look at me, there's only one of me, and that can change yeah, your whole if, mindset. Yeah, even if you're a twin, mm. guess what? You're still you have unique. different thoughts. <laughs> yeah, you have different likes, and I guarantee your parents can tell you apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, if someone's listening to this and they're going, yeah, right, this all sounds well and good, but like how can I really create change for myself? And I know it's all about our vibration. What's the first step that you would take them through? I teach them how to meditate. Mm-hmm. So every one of my books has meditation directions in there because most people do not meditate properly and most people don't teach it properly. But it's the fastest way to get in touch with your soul. So our soul is way too big for this body, okay? Some of it's stuffed in our body. Some of it is over your head that people call an aura. And the rest of it, the majority of it, is in the lowest level of heaven, which is the fifth dimension. And the vibration is extremely high there, okay? So when you're connecting to your soul, you're not just connecting to the part that's in your body. You're connecting to the piece that's in the fifth dimension, so meditation raises your vibration. That's the fastest way to do it. And that's the first step. And, you know, when you're, when you're starting out, I recommend my students meditate three times a day for 20 minutes. No more, no less. Because it is accumulative. And until you get proficient at it, it can take you 18 or 19 minutes before you connect to your soul. Mm. And until you are familiar with what it's like to be properly grounded, etc., um, more than 20 minutes, and it's very difficult to pull that part of your soul back in and you walk around like an airhead all day. It can be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and I know there's people probably listening that go, my God, three times a day, that's a lot of meditation. But, um, you know, for me, when I first started meditating, it was like um, this hugely transformational thing. I was, It was like, oh, my God, what have I what have I just experienced, you know, like, and it became almost like a drug. I was like, this, this is amazing. It, it was is. like, oh, yeah, it is. like it just, <laughs> just transforms your brain and how you feel. And the more that you're you right. Get high without yeah. anything else it, there. <laughs> yeah. And the more you do it, the easier it is to get into that state and to retain it. But it is. it's one of those things you've got to be consistent. You've got to keep doing it, right? So it's interesting because, um, I didn't buy into any of this stuff years ago or growing up. And even though I was born with a lot of psychic ability and mediumship ability, I was afraid of it. I didn't know what it was. I blocked it for the majority of my life. And the minute, the first time that I meditated, I didn't think I could. I was running five businesses. I couldn't shut my brain off, but I was under so much stress and first time I meditated, it was like they kicked the door in from the other side and I couldn't Mm. shut it off. It was just incredible. Now, my vibration is automatically much higher than most people because I died when I was 27 and I went to the other side. 
So here's your quantum physics, because mm. the speed of light is over 300 million miles a second. And when my soul, which is pure energy, went into that, that light and went to heaven, now I'm vibrating at that high speed, okay? And then I was told it was not my time. I could come back if I wanted to, or I could stay. And I chose to come back for my children. And my soul went back in my body at that speed. So it's not traveling at that speed now, but my vibration I know is much, much higher than most people's. And that's what I attribute the fact that I can connect back to the other side, to the lowest level of heaven, the fifth dimension at will. I can connect to there instantaneously. And I and I can see souls. I see energy. It's just incredible. Yeah, uh, and that's that's part of actually how... Uh, I run this podcast is is that I actually read people's energy and that's how I invite them into the show and that's how we have the conversations that we have. So um, people go, oh, yeah, right, but it's it's actually what I do. So, But everybody can do it. Everybody mm. can do it. You know, my first book, A Night on the Other Side, I used to teach mediumship development and psychic ability, so I put everything. So I'm writing my autobiography, right, and I keep hearing, you got to write the book. you got to yeah. write the book. I'm like, I'm writing the book. What are you talking about? <laughs> No, 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 you got to write another book. I'm like, what? You need to write a book for all your students so they actually have a handbook to take home of what you're teaching them. And I'm like, well, if you want me to write that book, I'm taking care of my dying mom. I'm writing this. I've got too much going on. You're going to have to help me. So I literally channeled it and I wrote and published that book in six weeks. Yeah, and there's so many people I talk to, uh, music, books, you know, all kinds of creations are channeled. Uh, you know, through those messages and through spirit. And it's just absolutely incredible the things that are created. Well, they're always here to help. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, I teach how to talk to angels. I mm. teach, everybody has 2020 vision, right? Everybody can look behind and see, look at the breadcrumbs and see how everything in your life, you know, it led to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and brought you to where you are right now, right? Mm. And just so everybody knows, you are always right where you are supposed to be, yep. always. Yeah. But now everybody wants to know, where do I go from here? What am I supposed to be doing? Mm. Well, if you can meditate and listen to the universe and connect with the angels and understand how they're trying to give you messages, because they talk in binary code, numbers and symbols, they will take you exactly where you're supposed to be in no time at all, I promise. Mm. It's just absolutely incredible how it works. So that's what I do. I teach people how to work with the universe. And I unteach them what they think they know, <laughs> what was drilled into their brain, and I teach them how it really works because yeah. it's absolutely amazing. And uh, angel numbers, I see them all day, every day. Uh, and I'm like, okay, yep, I see ya. <laughs> uh, so they all have meaning because yeah. that's how they talk to you in binary code and numbers. Mm. Yeah. So are you familiar with how to find out the meanings of the numbers? Or Yeah, yeah. I, um, I do largely get a lot of the same ones though. Um, so for me, it's generally one 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 one, two 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 two, and four 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 four. Okay, so they're just those are just common numbers from the angels, and that's just telling you that they're around and they're working on what it is you ask them to do. That's mm. the one one one. The two 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 is a, a twin flame. It has to do with they're working on the relationship for you. They hear what you're asking, and the four 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 has to do with them um it's stability mm. you know they're trying to put stability in your life whether it's financial or a home life something that has to do with that it sounds about those spot just, on <laughs> those are just common those are just regular common but if they start sending you something like 374 then you really want to know hmm, what is that all about you know mm. um, i always love yeah. chatting to people about numbers and and you know the just the sim like there's just 
you can see the whole messaging behind it and I just I just love what can come out of it. It's just so cool. Like Yeah, it's just and and anything that ever happens to you that's out of the ordinary mm. is a message from the other side. Yeah. So, you know, I've been sitting in traffic and literally had a herd of deer one by one just casually cross in front of my car and had to, you know, look up the spiritual meaning of that and you'll be amazed. Mm. Same thing I was on a, um, a golf course and all of a sudden I'm seeing turkey feathers everywhere. And a herd of turkeys comes. I'm like, what in the world? Okay, I got the message. I looked it up. What a great message. <laughs> and that's it. You know, the messages can come through animals as well, can't they? Like I know for me it's birds. Birds just show up and they're just like they will not leave me. They'll just hang around and I'm like, okay. So what happens a lot of times is um, a soul on the other side that's trying to get a message to you. It could be a loved one, a sister, a mother, somebody. They will send um a lot of times they'll send birds. So my mom sends a white-shouldered hawk to my sister all the time. Wow. Um, and just to let her know when she's around her. Um, so, and she knows. And my, my younger sister that passed, I had put a red cardinal on her, um, you know, the funer- funerary card for mm. the funeral. And because I did that, she sends me red cardinals every now and then out of nowhere. Wow. Out of nowhere, there'll be a red card. In fact, um, yellow cardinals are very rare. Someone found me a yellow cardinal out of nowhere at Christmas time. And my sister died at Christmas time 12 years ago now. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I know it was specifically sent for that reason. (laughs) It's just incredible, isn't it? Um, Yeah. I'm curious, June, like... When you started to meditate and when you had your, your near-death experience, uh, or rather death experience, um, was it then that you really started to get your psychic and, and medium abilities? It wasn't. I was <clears> born with them. My youngest memory is probably around three years old, and I remember lying in bed and hearing someone call my name. Mm. So I got up and went in my parents' bedroom thinking it's them and they're fast asleep. So then I went back to bed. And I'm just lying there awake and I start noticing faces all around my room and it scared the heck out of me. So I pulled the sheet over my head and then the sun started to come up and I started seeing like shadows, like, you know, right over me. It really scared me. And um, as I got a little bit older, I used to tell the kids in school stuff that was going to happen before it happened. And you get labeled a freak really quick. Mm. So you stop. But I was a nervous wreck as a kid because of seeing things and having stuff happen and I had stutters and twitches and bite my nails and it was it was tough and um around 10 years old my father actually kidnapped the youngest five of us I'm one of eight and I ended up having to cook dinner and do the dishes and stuff and take care of the younger ones and there was a woman that used to come in and stand next to the sink and keep me company and talk to me every night when I was doing the dishes And I assumed everybody else saw her. So I asked my older brother one day who she was, and he starts laughing at me and tells me, well, it's the guy that, you know, the woman that used to live here, you know, it was the guy's wife. He killed her. He threw her down the basement stairs. And it scared me so much. She never came back. And I never liked going in the basement there. And then I knew why. (laughs) Mm. But then I tried, you know, I really tried to block the ability because I was afraid of it. But anytime anybody died, they would still come to me and I would tell my family, listen, Joe Schmo died last night. No way. I saw him last week. Sure enough, they mm. find out I was right. He died. And then um, 
you would think that after dying at the age of 27, that would have been the, the, the be all the end all, right? But it wasn't because I still wasn't ready. I still had a lot of things that I had to learn and go through, or I wouldn't be able to help the people that I help now. It's the old adage that you have to walk a mile in somebody's shoes, right? And when I died, I now understand that that was an out that I had written into my life plan because I'd had such a difficult life. If I wanted to take it, I could have. Mm. The only unacceptable out is taking your own life. That's never written into your life plan and it's not acceptable. Wow. So I could have left and stayed if I wanted to and it wouldn't have messed up anything. Um, but I still had more things I had to go through, like I said, and it was, you know, having trouble in my business and going through a second marriage and all those things that took me to go to a Reiki practitioner to relax. And she was the one that told me I should meditate. And Mm -hmm. as soon as I meditated, it, it was like they kicked the door and I couldn't shut it off at that point. And I didn't know what to do. I was panicking. Mm. Literally, I was working in my own business as a medical esthetician and every client that came in the door, it was like the first one. I'm like, oh, did your aunt just die? She's like, yeah. How do you know that? I'm like, I have no idea how I know that. I'm like, did you clean our house out last weekend? She goes, yeah, we did. I said, okay. I said, did you find one of those old sock puppets that looks like a monkey in the attic by any chance? She goes, yeah, we did. Now I'm like, is this girl messing with me or what? Right. (laughs) But this continued person after person after person. I didn't know what to do. Then the next morning I wake up, they're all around my bed again. I'm like, oh my God, I got to do something. I'm going to go crazy. And it's the old adage, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm. And they found me two wonderful teachers that took me so far on my journey. And then they finished educating me from the other side. Absolutely incredible. Um, so do you do readings now uh, for people? I do. I do. I do readings. I do Akashic Records. I also read the Cards of the Magi. And the Magi were the advisors thousands of years ago. Are you familiar with the Cards of the Magi at all? I haven't heard that one, no. Okay, so the Cards of the Magi are our regular deck of playing cards that we use. Mm-hmm. Those were sacred cards, and the book to read them had been held by the Knights Templar for thousands of years, and it held and fell into the Catholic Church hand around the early 1800s. They didn't want people understanding how to read the cards, so they created parlor games. Now, the Gregorian calendar that we use here is based on those cards. There's 52 cards in the deck, there's 52 weeks in the year. If you add them up numerically, they come to 364. Your joker has a numeric value of one and a quarter, so there's your 365 days of the year in your leap year. You have four seasons, you have four suits, you have the red and the black that sit by the day and the night. You have 12 cards in each suit, you have 12 months of the year, you have 13 court cards, you have 13 moon cycles. Um, Our lives break down into... 13-year cycles, 7-year cycles, 7-week cycles, 7-day cycles, and 1-year cycles. We're ruled by 7 planets, the sun and the moon. And when you're born, you're born with a birth card, a planetary ruling card, and a decante ruler, which is a separate planet. So it's numerology and astrology combined, and it's extremely accurate. And I've been able to pinpoint down marriages, births, deaths within a week or two. Absolutely incredible. And and again, that numerology stuff and how how all the planetary stuff comes together just fascinates me. I love that stuff. Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah. So for people who um, are listening to this and they're absolutely fascinated and they want to get in touch and learn more, where can they go? 
they can go to my website, juneedward.com. There are lots of videos that they can watch on there. There's a free webinar that they can sign up to watch in regards to energy um, and gives them more information on the Relationship Mastery Program if they're interested in that as well. They can schedule a reading with me there. They can connect with me on social media. Uh, they can find links to all of my books on my website as well. They're available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, but it's just faster to go and get the link from my website. Um, my first book is The Night on the Other Side, which teaches you how to open up your abilities for mediumship and psychic development. Then there is my um, A Night on um, Dancing with the Universe is my autobiography. And then there's the Destiny Card Journal. So for people to write their full moon and new moon, actually their new moon intentions in there. Um, and there's pages in the back you can tear out if you wanted to write your full moon intentions and burn it. You can do that. That's as well. awesome. It's <laughs> uh, lot, lots and lots of information. I'm always posting on social media as well on everything other than TikTok. Love it. Love it. Now, uh, I've got the last big question for you, June. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? We're going to see that change. All of us that are here that survive are going to see that change. It's going to be a mass awakening. Um, we've been in a war of good and evil for quite some time now, and it's coming to a head because, again, everything has to stay in balance. And that pendulum was swinging one way, and it's going to come back and swing the other way, and now it's going to have to come back into the middle and balance. Um, so it's going to be an amazing world. Have faith when it's all said and done. And, you know, it's a, it, it's a wonderful thing to see people waking up and realizing that we are just in basically in a simulation. And this is not reality. It really isn't. Reality is your soul. Um, you know, we have a brain in our head, right? Our brain is nothing more than a computer. And its primary job is to protect you. How does it do that? By creating fear. So people make their decisions from their head based on fear. And that's literally a crapshoot. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. And you're always questioning it. When you get in touch with your soul and make those decisions, your life will become amazing. And every decision you make, you won't question it. You'll just do it and it will always work out for your highest and best. Mm. And I guess that's where intuition comes from, isn't it, June? It's your soul. Yeah. It's just you listen. So everybody's, you know, thoughts are things. Where your thoughts go, your energy flows. Everybody's done that. They thought of somebody, right? And all of a sudden they showed up or they called. Yep. Yeah. Thoughts <laughs> are things. And it's your soul. It's your soul that's just getting that message out. Incredible. June, um, this has been in, uh, amazing. I've just loved every second. Thank you so much for being a part of the Ethical Evolution. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. If you're ready to be the change and would love to work with me on finding your voice through spiritual coaching or creating your own podcast with impact, visit ethicalchangeagency.com. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's growing every day with great content and highlights you may not have heard on the podcast. In addition, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple and why not leave a five-star review? If you're not following me on social media, you can find me at Ethical Change Agency on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook and YouTube and at DJ Bindi on TikTok and Instagram.
Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there. Yeah.